Dying, he held the secret of America in his keeping. He fought to tear aside the veil until that secret could be told. The Orpheum Theatre was packed. Elsie Lando, tall, willowy, possessing a rare beauty, billed as the greatest theatrical sensation of the century, was just finishing her act. For thirty minutes she had mystified the great audience with her apparently impossible feats of mind-reading and second sight. Suddenly, in the midst of a sentence, she stopped. Such of her face as could be seen beneath the hoodwink which covered her eyes worked convulsively. The audience leaned forward, waiting for some new and startling demonstration of her marvelous power. Only Jones— her manager, standing in the wings beside the huge switchboard, realized that something had gone wrong. "'Get ready for a quick curtain,' he whispered to the electrician, his eyes never leaving the face of the woman on stage. The frail body of Elsie Lando was trembling now. She leaned forward as if in a convulsion. Then she dropped back against the cushions of her chair. "'Blake!' she shrieked. Her voice changed suddenly. Instead of her usual musical tones, her voice was now strangely masculine. "'Blake!' she cried again. "'I demand Blake! Or Inspector Ricks! Home! For God's sake, where are you? I want you! I want you! I'm dead!' Dead, I tell you. Dead for days. Carradine, death has got me. Death. Curtain! Jones roared. The electrician's hand jerked back the switch. The big curtain dropped with a thud. Jones rushed onto the stage and, seizing the shrieking woman, shook her back to consciousness. The hoodwink dropped off, and she stared at her manager dreamily. Then a look of fear crept into her somber, dark eyes. Something, something appeared before me, she gasped. It seemed to seize me in its grasp for a moment. I was it, Jones nodded. She leaned on his arm as he assisted her to her dressing room. The door closed, and she gave way to a fit of wild sobbing. God! "'There he is again!' she shrieked. "'Big, intense, his face twisted with grief. "'He's trying to seize me. "'He grabbed me by the shoulders. "'He wants to speak. "'I'm afraid, so afraid.' "'She leaned forward, her face buried in her hands. "'Jones nodded soberly and laid his hand lightly on her head. "'Every cent I've got is invested in this act,' he said. "'and I'm willing to squander it all, Elsie. "'Everything for the sake of my country. "'It may mean your life, mine. "'But, God, we've stumbled onto something. "'I'm going after Ricks.' "'The tall, slender form of Elsie Lando leaned forward. "'Her large eyes were gleaming like live coals "'as she faced the three men across the table in her apartment "'in one of the largest of the city's hotels.' "'I'm hazy, indistinct,' she said. "'They say that I, that he, called for you. 
it is hard for me to explain just the condition I was in. I was two entities in one, if you understand. I was myself, and yet I was he. I saw him standing beside me, as one sees someone in a dream. His form was vague, vaporish, yet I recall every detail. He was tall and thin, with a kind face, and a small white mustache cropped short. Allenberg, Blake interrupted with a quick glance at Ricks and Holm. I'm a psychic, the girl went on. In order to do my mind-reading act, I must go into a trance. I was in this condition when this man intruded. Blake scratched his chin reflectively. It was only last night...